Fuck bros. Welcome back, guys. We are glad to have you back on the podcast. In this episode, we are doing our classic season preview, but we're going to switch it up a little bit. I'll get to that in a second. But let me first reintroduce our guys back on the podcast. Bryce, Zach, John, how you guys doing? It's almost time for the NFL season. It's itching closer. I bet you guys are excited as I am. Oh, it's great to be back. Another great season ahead of us. This is the best time of year. Uh, been looking forward to football for quite some time. So happy to be doing the 2022 season preview with you guys. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't couldn't agree more with you, Bryce. It, it, it's time for some real sports. Uh, you know, it feels like hockey ended a million years ago, and, and I've been waiting for kickoff. You know, the start of the NFL season is always fun, and uh, it's, it's easily the best time of the year for me. I also couldn't agree more. I'm very excited for football. Let's go football. Let's go Bucks! Hell yeah, let's go Bucks! And uh, let's hit the round running, guys, on this season preview. Uh, in this installation, we're just going to go over six uh, top games on the schedule. So we've got a list of six here that we're just going to talk about. First one being our season opener against the Cowboys. Looks pretty similar to the season opener last year. Um, teams may look a little different, but going into season one, I think we got to feel good knowing what happened last year. Do you guys see a repeat performance or is this going to be something different? Yeah. You know, I um, made the mistake of booking a cruise for this first game. So I'm fortunate enough. They have a sports bar on this. So, I'll, you know, after dinner, I'm going to be glued as we're coming back into port watching this game. Uh, but I, yeah, like, I think, you know, it's another tough, you know, Dallas going to be a tough opponent. Now this year we're playing at Dallas, right? Last year we played at home for the opener. Uh, it was the season opener too. This one's the Sunday night opener. Going to be an electric atmosphere in Dallas. Dallas kind of bringing back most of the same parts. I, I, you know, I think Randy Gregory is the only really major uh, departure from that team. Uh, outside of that, though, well, and Amari Cooper. Sorry, Amari Cooper's not there anymore. We still got Dak. We got Zeke. Uh, C.D. Lamb, so high-potent offense, right? We, we know that we struggled with them uh, last year in the first game. They, I think Dak threw for almost like 400 yards. So I kind of see this being another shootout. Uh, but, you know, with the GOAT being back, really probably his last season with the Bucks. And, I mean, this team is loaded this year, right? You pick up Julio Jones right before training camp. Uh, Chris Godwin's back uh, looking well, – not – Maybe not fully healthy, but looks like he'll be ready to start the season. So you've got uh, Evans, Godwin, Julio Jones, Russell Gage in the slot. Leonard, uh, playoff Lenny's back at the running back. The defense is pretty much all back. I can't wait. And, yeah, I chalked this one up as a win for me. I think we start off again 1-0 on the season. You know, and it's probably a good thing that Amari Cooper is not coming back considering he did almost all of the damage to us in, in that game last season. I think he had like 140 yards. Um, he, he was, I mean, he went off. And, and outside of that, they were pretty one-dimensional. Um, and I expect us to be able to lock them down and beat them again. Um, and this being the Sunday night, the first Sunday night game of the year, uh, I really have the belief that this may be a big game for Julio Jones. We know Brady likes to show off when he gets new weapons. Uh, he did the same thing with Antonio Brown in his first few games. And I think this will be a great opportunity to establish that kind of three-headed monster that we're going into the season with of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Julio Jones. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys lost Mark Cooper, so that's good. We brought back 
pretty much everyone in the secondary and added some pieces. So that's good. We got more athletic, I'd say, on the D-line, right? We let go of Sue and JPP, but we brought in, was it Hicks? Yeah, and then Tryon's going to get a lot a lot more time. So I think we're going to be a little more athletic up front. We made sure to bring everyone back in and then added Neil, right, in the secondary. So the defense, I think, should be ready, prepared. Offensively, I'm just concerned about losing Gronk. Obviously, we don't know with Ryan Jensen. Yeah, I mean, there's question marks, but I think the defense is pretty much the same. The offense has lost some big pieces, but I'm not really worried about the Cowboys. I, I think we'd win. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be as close. It was really close last time, right? They made a late push. So hopefully it's hopefully yeah, 31 29. Yeah, I think we come out on top. Yeah, I mean, it's first game of the season, right? Preseason doesn't really show you too much with everybody uh, playing the backup. So it's just who comes out better prepared. And I got to think that we'll be the better prepared team just from what's in the locker room. Uh, you, I mean, you all mentioned who we lost and who they lost. You know, a lot of, you know, I wouldn't say a lot. Some key pieces gone with uh, Cooper. And I think we stole Neil from the Cowboys, right? He was a Cowboy last year. So, um they lose an offensive lineman too. Did he go to? Yes. Yeah, they lost the Browns. One. I think retirement. I, I forget who. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, when I look at the Cowboys, you know, they're an offensive power team, but you know, I think we should handle Zeke with our usually good run defense, and um, they lost some potency in the wide receiver core. So, I think we can lock them up as much as we did uh last game and uh i just gotta like our offense against their defense you know they have what micah parsons and randy gregory that's about all of the defenders i know on the cowboys um so as long as our offensive line holds and god you know thank god that we didn't lose any of our tackles we've got still worse and smith holding down the edges on the offensive line they should be able to contain uh, both Gregory and Parsons. So I like it as a win as well. I think we're all starting off with uh, a W for the Bucks. So am I mistaken? I thought Gregory went to Denver or did he go to Denver? Oh, did he? I thought you said he, sure he did. Okay. So don't even have to worry about him. Just Mike Parsons. <laughs> Micah Parsons. That's right. I mean, he is a stud. He's a stud. Yeah. You're going to have to game plan around him. I mean, the other thing, too, we'll be interested to see is how Todd Bowles does in his, you know, season and really Buccaneers head coach debut. But when you got Brady, uh, you saw Byron Leftwich as the OC. Todd Bowles is the, you know, D.C. essentially still. Uh, still a lot of continuity on our side of the ball. So uh, it will be a fun game to watch, that's for sure. If Jensen's yeah. out, that whole interior of the O-line's new, though, right? That's correct, yeah. So that's that's a little scary. But again, like Mike Parsons isn't rushing up the gut, right? So hopefully, you know, that's not where their strengths really are is up up the gut. But that's another thing that we're just the two new guards. I know we got what's his face, Shaq Mason, right? He has some familiarity with, with it's like Brady, Shaq but... Mason is probably a, an above replacement, you know, for Kappa, but you know, losing Jensen is going to be significant. Well, um, an alley, right? That's a tough an alley too, right? So you're your left guard and your center, that's going to be our weak point that we're going to have to, you know, kind of work around and hopefully, 
the new center. What's his name? Uh, Hainsey or Hainsey. Hainsey, uh, yeah, Hainsey, and um, whoever the heck's going to start at left at uh, left guard. I think Steny or yeah, it's Steny. I saw some guy I never heard of starting there in training camp. So uh, hopefully they'll step up and keep Tom Brady up, upright. Also, we'll be without you know, the they, elite running back skills of Ronald Jones. So, uh, Ronald Jones will certainly be missed. Ronald Jones will certainly be missed. But I mean, Hainsey at least gets the opportunity to go up against Vita Bay and Akeem Smith in practice. You know what I mean? So, it's not like he's getting weak reps in practice. Uh, there's probably nobody better to line up across from in that, that Tampa Heat uh, th- than those two if you're going to be practicing and getting that. If you're protecting Tom Brady, I mean, there's there's very few people scarier than Vita Vea coming to get you. So uh, that I gives that, I mean, there's not a whole lot of 350 pound behemoths, uh, at, you know, in the NFL in general. So exactly, you know, the the luxury of being able to go up against that guy every day at practice uh, will get you ready to face whoever may come as the season progresses. Yeah, definitely going to need. Uh, it's it's great that we have those pieces on the defensive side to help better prepare the other side of the ball specifically our offensive line and I like the point you brought up this is going to be a big test as Todd Bowles his first game as a head coach for us does that continuity with what we think Brady and Leftwich managing the offense and Bowles having more of a defensive side does that continuity from last year's team transfer over to this year it'd be interesting to see how Todd Bowles handles uh, the head coaching responsibilities so a great first game but we're going to move on to our next big game, which I think comes in week three. So right after our Saints game, we play the Green Bay Packers. And we all know that these are two heavyweights of the NFC. It's these two teams and the Rams vying for that top seed from this preseason projection. So Aaron Rodgers, are we coming? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is coming into town, into Tampa, 425 game. Um it's going to be a test, guys. Aaron Rodgers, always prolific. I know he lost a big receiver in Devontae Adams, but you got to be worried when the man, number 12, comes into town. So how are you guys liking that matchup? I got Bucks tripping all the way in this so. one. Yeah, exactly. And, and Zach raises a good point, which is I don't know if Rodgers' head is in the game anymore. I truly don't believe his main focus is football anymore. Um and so I, I just don't I don't even consider him a, an elite quarterback in the game anymore. I think he's completely out of it. And I you guys can I, I see a lot of head shaking and stuff. He's just not in it anymore. He's just not. And uh, I, I think he's washed up. Um, I think this will be one back of his, MVP he's washed up. <laughs> he's washed up and he didn't outperform anyone this this past season. Um, and, and he's really never outperformed. He's not even the best Green Bay Packers quarterback of all time. So, I mean, he's. I mean, he's just not, and he's got to come into Tampa on what is probably going to be the hottest day of the year in Tampa on September the 25th. That is like the muggiest, nastiest time of the year, and they're going to come down here, and they're going to get clowned. I mean, he's just not – he's running around doing sports radio broadcasts about how he enjoys psychedelics. He's a a freshman girl going to Berkeley. He's not the quarterback of of an NFL franchise anymore. I've had enough of of Aaron Rodgers – I'm tired of hearing his name. He's he's done. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I was more of a uh, hate on Rodgers uh, than a preview of the game. But uh, I'm with you, John. I uh, yeah, I don't think he's he's still the, one of the most elite quarterbacks, if not you know league tier. He's definitely up there uh, in terms of 
his play, but he, you know, this offseason has been interesting for him. Uh, speaking of game time, 425, right? Maybe 420 is his daily, uh, what's it called? Iwasa, whatever the heck he's doing down in uh, uh, Peru uh, to clear, clear his head that, you know, get back on the MVP track. But regardless, I mean, Green Bay is going to be a tough game. Um, anytime Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback, it's kind of the same way with Tom Brady. You have a good chance to win that game. Green Bay also had an elite defense last year, so they bring back pretty much everybody from that defense. The one main piece that is missing is Devontae Adams is no longer there. So who is going to be Aaron Rodgers' number one receiver? He always seems to find a guy, but that guy hasn't been established, and maybe by week three, I doubt there will be a connection established, right? So, again, home game, to John's point, it's going to be muggy, going to be hot. Probably even be wet, you know, 425 game in Tampa in September is a good chance there's a rainstorm coming through, right? Uh, I like our chances here as well. Uh, chalk this one up in the wind column for me too. Uh, I mean, it's like a coin flip. I just, he's like, Rogers is really good. Um, I doesn't, you know, like him. I definitely don't like him, but he's really good. Uh, they did bring everyone back on defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, they don't have Devontae, but they do have like a, a really nice balance of running attack. Uh, with um, Jones and uh, AJ Dillon, is that it? Um, so I mean, that's that's worrisome just because you know if they could set up the run, then that really helps him out. Um, and we're historically good against the run, but uh, we don't know yet. Um, I mean, I'd like to say Bucks win. I could see us losing it. It's early in the season. I don't think it's a super consequential game so early in the season i mean i'll, I'll say bucks win because it's at home but i mean this that it feels like a tight one to me I, I don't think this is like a route like the last time we played them at home um i think they were really banged up on the offensive line for that game and we were just harassing rogers but i'll say bucks in a close one but it won't shock me if it like a field goal game it's interesting aj Dillon uh must have been told in the offseason work on his tackling because he was the guy who tackled that mascot in like a minor league, uh, <laughs> minor league baseball game this summer. I mean, it was perfect form. So, I mean, he's been really practicing uh, his tackling over the offseason. It's in the field. <laughs> he got kicked. He almost got like kicked out of Lambo. At some, I saw like, that. Event. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't recognize him, I guess. I just thought he was security some... guards like, get back up there. <laughs> Yeah. Who's second string running back yeah. you? I don't know who you are. Man, you're not Aaron Jones. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, like, to Zach's point, this game feels like a toss-up. The, the teams, they, they seem evenly matched. They got high-profile quarterbacks. I think we have, a you know, a clear edge in skill positions, not maybe running back, but definitely wide receiver, especially with Devontae Adams' departure. Um. And, you know, good defenses, well-coached teams. You know, I honestly think this might come down to coaching decisions. You know, it might be one of those, when do you take a timeout? When do you decide to challenge? That kind of is a pivotal moment in a game. So, so I'm going to chalk this up as a loss just because it's a good team. And, uh, you know, some, there's got to be some losses somewhere. We'll see. The floor is the guy who kicked the ball when they were down eight. Uh, in with a uh, goal to go in an NFC title game, right? That's the guy who's going to make the better coaching decisions. Guy, who, that guy right there. Yeah, okay, the, took a yeah, one possession game. Also and two first round buys in the past two years, while Todd Bowles 
didn't do anything with the Jets. <laughs> so I was going to make the point that Aaron Rodgers did bring up in his Barstool interview that uh, Todd Bowles is one of the few defensive coordinators he uh, struggles with the most in recognizing his blitz packages, right? So, um, you know, how much of that is just BS that he's talking, who knows? But, I, you know, success has proven otherwise, right? I mean, he did struggle outside of the first quarter the last time uh, they played in Tampa, so. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to hope it's the same game as last time they were in Tampa or NFC Championship, either one of those. <laughs> Green Bay just seems to be one of those teams like once they got out of the division, like once we got out of the NFC Central, we've had some success against. I mean, I was at a game at Lambeau and watched uh, Jameis lose to is it Deshaun Kaiser. So <laughs> I think it was Deshaun or I don't, Brett, no, Brett, it wasn't Kaiser. It wasn't uh, Huntley. <laughs> Huntley. Huntley. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry, disrespecting Brett Huntley like that. <laughs> But I mean, I had to sit one, at Lambeau on yeah, metal James seats. Like, and like, James threw this like duck pass right to the like defensive end, then he ran it back for like 70 yards. It was one of those Jameis ones where the ball switched out of his hand. He's like falling backwards, you know. But, I'm pretty sure all I saw was the break touchdown in the beginning, and then I didn't remember any of that game. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think it was, was it Jamal Williams when he was on that team, uh, like first or second play of overtime, just. To the house. Yep. Wonderful. Ah, those are the teams of old. We throw those away. We're the new team, Brady Bucks. And as such, we get a Super Bowl rematch the next week um, with the Chiefs again coming into Tampa Bay. I believe again. Oh, no, this is a night game. October 2nd, 820 against the Chiefs. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, two high profile quarterbacks back to back. That's tough scheduling for the Bucks. How do you think we handle this? I feel like this happened in our Super Bowl year. We played like Rams and Chiefs really close together and lost to both of them, right? So I don't love that, but at least they lost a weapon, a big weapon. So I don't know if that will take some of the juice away from Antoine Winfield not having Tyreek Hill there to taunt. But yeah, that's a scary one right next to the other one. That's like, uh, it feels like a letdown spot. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you there. I think that that's a tough spot to be in. You go Cowboys, Saints, Packers, Chiefs, uh, without any kind of break. Yeah, you know, the Saints, e- even being what they've been uh, with, with James Winston at the helm and, and them falling to the bottom of the, the NFC South, they're, they're still the Saints. You know what I mean? It's still a tough game. Any, any divisional game is tough. And, and I just don't see us – I would like to believe we could put this in as a win, but I, I just find that tough. Uh, we – we always play kind of crappy under the lights. That's just something that we do anytime the national spotlight's there and it will be there uh, with Mahomes and Brady uh, on a night game. I just, I don't foresee this being a win. I just, there, there's too many factors going against us and that, that one would be a tough, I would love to see it be a win, uh, but I just don't, for, I just, I, I can't, I can't call it a win. Yeah, unfortunately I'm kind of with you guys. Um, you know, this is a tough, tough, opening schedule like you said John I mean at Dallas at New Orleans Green Bay coming in and then you got Kansas City uh, as the night game right so you know getting through the opening uh, you know quarter of the season at two and two I think is a success and I see this one as a loss as well I mean Mahomes is again another elite quarterback Andy Reid is one of the most elite coaches 
in the league. Uh, Kansas City's even without Tyreek Hill is just as talented as any team uh, in the National Football League. Um, and yeah, to your point, John, I don't know what it is, but we don't perform our best under the lights, um, which is a shame because you'd like to have some of those primetime games be the moments you shine, right? So uh, I think Kansas City probably exacts a little bit of Super Bowl revenge on us, and um, we unfortunately take the loss here. Just make sure you don't bring Bryce to the night games because he's going to celebrate <laughs> a missed field goal like he always does. It happened to us in Atlanta. <laughs> Eat my our Carvel ice cream. Bryce is going crazy. It's a missed field goal. So <laughs> I'm telling you, it was through the uprights. They should let me be the judge. All right. I'll tell you if it's good or not. It's good, baby. So the beauty of my prediction is I have this as a win coming off of the loss. So we're kind of flip-flopping our uh, our results here. I'm very interested to see how the Chiefs do this year with Tyreek gone. It'll be interesting to see. I, you know, I don't want to say who made who, but Will Patrick Mahomes be the Patrick Mahomes we know without the top coming off from Tyreek's routes? You know, I don't think Tyreek's going to be as, you know, as explosive as he was without Patrick Mahomes' arm. But we'll see how much that affects Patrick Mahomes and the scheming that Andy Reid does with the team. So I think it'll be a new look Chiefs team maybe in some small regard or maybe in a bigger regard with the loss of Tyreek. I'm going to have this as a win. I think the loss against the Packers in my predictions um, fuels us to be better prepared, come out um, in a night game, hopefully get rid of the night game stigma that we usually have. Um, yeah. I just, I like it. I like this one against us. I think we, we contain Patrick Mahomes and we do what we did to them in the Super Bowl a couple yeah, of years. I, I to your point, Ryan, I will say out of the four teams we played, this is probably the worst defense out of those four that we're going to face. So offensively, we should have an advantage on that side of the ball. Yeah, I agreed. And I, I don't think, you know, from seasons past, they might be different now, but from seasons past, that's definitely a point that Kansas City's offense has carried them a little bit more than the other teams. So and Brady put Patrick Holmes in his back pocket right at the match. Mm -hmm. So he's yeah. already kind of dwarfed him a little bit mentally. So he's in a pretzel there. We get to our next preview, which is in November, against the Super Bowl champion Rams. Uh, they, again, are coming to Tampa Bay. So one of the benefits is we're playing all of these teams in Tampa Bay. Super Bowl champion Rams, though, they look legitimate. And I think, you know, if you look at the offseason moves, they really only got stronger. So this is going to be a tough test. And we really don't seem to play the Rams well. I got to imagine you guys see this as, as tough as I do. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I'll let John speak for the W here in a bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the uh, defending Super Bowl champs coming in our house, like you said, Ryan, for some reason over the past few, you know, even since Brady's taken over the helm as the Bucks quarterback, we have lost every time we played the Rams. Um, and they're going to be just as tough. I won't say I don't know if they came back stronger i mean von miller is not there anymore uh he's in buffalo uh not that obj was a big part of their offense but he's no longer there either um but yeah i mean all their big stars you know aaron donald resigned uh best defensive player in football at this current moment cooper cup one of the best wide receivers in the game uh you know had the triple crown basically last year i think he actually did have the triple crown in terms of yards yeah. touchdowns and 
catches last season. So, and Matt Stafford returns. Um, so it's going to be a tough team. Again, uh, the only thing I like about this game, though, is the 425 window. I like the 425 window for us. It seems to be a, a stronger uh, when we perform our best. I mean, like the Bills game was at 425 last season when we beat the Bills. Um, the Packers game we had mentioned in the Super Bowl season was a 425 game. The Rams game last crazy. season was a 425 game. <laughs> <laughs> when we're not counting the playoffs, no, that's that's a different animal. No, so. even the regular season game was a 425 game. In yeah, LA. but that was, that was in LA. That was in LA. Okay, all right, okay. Four yeah. Okay, all right. All right. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, I I got a feeling about this one. I think kind of like how I, you know, not to uh, jump the shark a bit, but how I feel about the Saints this year too. Like I think we uh, break that you know, curse against the Rams here in the regular season and, and get a W on the board here at um, week nine. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I think we, I think we lose this game candidly. Um, I don't know. I, I just think uh, they kind of have our number. I think that scheme is really tough against a really like blitz heavy team like us. A lot of like motion, they get legal picks. I hate that offense. It's really gimmicky. Um, their defense is really solid. And like Donald is like, when you say you have three new interior linemen, like that's not what I want to be saying before Donald shows up. But um, I, I mean, hopefully it's a close game. I just, I, I think this is a loss. I'm sure we win a lot of NFC South games in between, you know, the Chiefs game and this game, but um, I'd have this one as a loss. I think this is the one big game of the year where we look dominant. Uh, and not to just be contrarian, just because we're coming off we're coming off of a long week. We're coming off of a Thursday night game, so we get extra few days to prepare. Um, we've gotten rid of Bruce Arians, um, and I think that's going to be huge for this team this season. Is is just getting him out of Brady's way. Um, and when you know they beat us by they beat us by a field goal. You know what I mean? They beat they beat us thirty to twenty seven uh, in, in the playoffs last year. You, you leave Brady alone, I think he wins that game. And and I don't foresee Todd Bowles trying to step in Brady's way anymore, especially that late in the season. Um, uh, you know, all they really have is Cooper Cup the last few times they played against us. And I think having someone like Todd Bowles running the defense and, and getting Bruce Arians out of his way is going gonna, is gonna to allow – Tobble's defensive mind to shut someone like Cooper Cup down uh, because otherwise Stafford is one-dimensional. Uh, they had no running game against us. I think they had less than 100 yards total in the two games we played against them last year on the ground uh, combined. And so I, I think we I think we beat them down. I think we I think we embarrassed them, and uh, it it turns into good things going into the end of the season. They lost Bobby Woods too, right? They did, yeah. Yeah, and to the point I was making about them getting stronger, I I knew they had some big free agent signing. I didn't know who. I looked it up. I guess Bobby Wagner is now a Ram. So yeah. it's a pretty big signing at linebacker. He's been definitely tied with Levante David since their introduction into the league as some of the best inside linebackers. Um, Bobby Wagner I, seems like less of a threat when you live here in Seattle and you see him in all of the plumbing commercials. He does these commercials for uh, Beacon Plumbing, and Bobby Wagner busts in. He's like, "Stop freaking call Beacon!" And then he like fixes your toilet. So it just makes Bobby Wagner not seem as dangerous to me, especially when I see his ass like on the side of a plumbing van going down the interstate. He just 
doesn't do it for me. So uh, they they turn him they, into the Kool Aid Man. Yeah, well, they they recently replaced Bobby <laughs> Wagner with Marshawn Lynch. So Marshawn comes in, he's sense. like, "Hey, stop freaking! Ugh. Who's he gonna cover? Who's Bobby Wagner gonna cover? No one. Julio? Yeah. Godwin? Yeah. yeah right. Who, who are they putting him on? Yeah. Lenny. He's That's gonna hope. He's gonna hope it's that Yeah. Lenny. Yeah. Lenny or Brady. Uh, yeah. Bryce mentioned Cooper Cup's triple crown. I learned today who the last triple crown wide receiver was. Any guesses? Ooh, Trivia. I... The last wide receiver to win the triple crown in the NFL. Triple crown being reception yards, receptions, and touchdowns? Yeah. Okay. Megatron. Nope. No. Nope. It's got to be some like prominent name, but not like a huge guy. I mean, I can give a hit that will give it away. That's it. Bang, bang. Was it? (laughs) Yeah, still. I was going to say he's got a brother in the league. Yeah. Sterling Sharp's the last Triple Crown winner. Oh, wow. Really? That far back? Yep. Wow. Um, But back to the Rams game, I I got this as a loss. I'm with Zach. We just – I, I know it was a close game in the divisional playoffs, but we were down 27 to three. We really had no business being in that game. We put on a late comeback and it almost worked, but yeah, for some reason the Rams just seem to have our number and I, I, I can't see this being a different game to be quite honest. And they torched us in that regular season game. I mean, it was, that's the one I was, I was, at a, I was on a flight, so I didn't see yeah. that. I was at a wedding. To me, that marriage is cursed. Like, I was watching it during, the, like, the first dance and shit, just thinking, this isn't going to last. Not with this game going on. This John and I were watching that game in a bar in Seattle. It was the game? Next to us, yeah. yeah. And he was chirping. And John's like, all right, me, you, hat versus hat. We're going outside <laughs> right now for this hat battle. Uh, I was ready for it. Uh, that was more interesting to me than what was transpiring in the game at that point in time. Yeah, so uh, Rams game, uh, I have it as a loss. It's going to be a tough game, but moving forward, the game that I like because it's usually our birthday game is the Monday night game against the Saints. That happens December 5th again in Tampa Bay. So the Saints come December 5th, Monday night. Um Guys, we haven't played the Saints. I mean, I think Brady's record against the Saints as a Buccaneer for the past regular seasons is 0-4. Uh, so we we will have the second week game. We'll see how that goes. But we got we to gotta figure something out against the Saints, guys. We do. I, I don't know what it is, but maybe you guys have some ideas. Was the last Saints game we won at home the one we went to? Because we should just go. I think it may be, John. I, I think you're correct. The last Saints game we won at Tampa, I think it was in 2016. God, that sucks. Deal. Let's drop yeah, all the money. Uh, we're going. Done. Done. <laughs> and stop. Uh, L. Big L's. L's all around. Winston Winston looks like Joe Namath. Uh, yeah. Uh, somebody gets injured. Somebody we like, you know, Mike Evans or, or you know, Levante Davis. Somebody goes down. Uh, this is a late in the season. Should be a gimme game. Uh, it's going to be ugly. No, no one's going to enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Um, no, we we lose by we lose by two tutties in this one. Uh, I'm calling it now. Grave them. 
Yeah, I don't know why, John. I, I, I like our chances better in New Orleans week two than I do at home. I, again, I, I don't know what it is, but under the lights against the Saints last two seasons have been awful games. And I just, you know, don't know why that would change outside of, you know, rash of injuries to the Saints defense that all of a sudden, you know, Brady looks much superior over them than he has the last two seasons. But, uh, you know, not knowing those unpredictable outcomes, I I see this one as another loss, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I have a sweep in the Saints. What? Wow. Yeah, so this would be a win for me. Um, I'm just not really convinced by, by the Saints. Like, like Michael Thomas, don't even know what he's going to look like. Kamara, I mean, he could get in trouble again. I don't know. Who knows? Jameis could trip over himself and tear his ACL again. I'm not really worried about it. I think this is like, other than winning the Super Bowl, it might be like Brady's little um, like white whale to be chasing this season is like not getting embarrassed by the Saints on his way out. So um, I have this one in this one. I don't think either of them will be like blowouts. If anything, like Bryce said, I feel better about playing them in New Orleans than at home. But I think uh, I think we win them both. This one probably may be tighter. But, yeah, I think this is a dub. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess, you know, one of the main factors of, of the Saints, you know, winning ways over the last, you know, decade is Sean Payton, who's no longer there, right? He's going to sound now. Um, you know, I guess Brady was almost, uh, you can't beat him, join him there in Miami for a little bit. But uh, <laughs> that didn't quite work out. So, yeah, maybe with uh, without Sean Payton being there, uh, they're a completely different team. Uh, you know, wheels fall off the wagon and, you know, they're, they're nothing like they were the past few seasons. So yeah, maybe there's some hope there, uh, Zach, for a good, I'm all bored if they sweep them this season. I didn't think anyone would fight me on it happening. Yeah. I couldn't even name their coach right now. I don't know who, who's their head coach. Dennis Allen. They basically did the same thing. Oh God. (laughs) So terrible. Okay. All right. The downshift for sure. Yeah, that's a huge downgrade. Oh man, whatever. They're probably saving money. I think on the last season preview, I made a point to say "fuck the Saints," and I had us beating them both. And then, then of course, we lost both games. So I'm not going to make the same mistake I did last season. This season, I'm going to say to hell with the Saints. We're going to win this game. We're going to crush them. If I were Tom Brady, I would get everybody in the locker room before this game. I'd say. Look at this film. We lost 38 to three or whatever it was two seasons ago on Monday night against the Saints in Tampa Bay. It's not going to happen. And I hope they come out and just roll them. We lost nine to freaking nothing against, uh, you know, Tim Tebow White last season. Oh, what an awful, awful game that was. Just, ugh. Yeah. Come on, Tom. You, you know, this is, this is your, you know, this is your swan song. You better put up some numbers in these. I might have paid money to go watch a nine nothing loss. <laughs> I mean, those Saints games have been awful. Like those I two know, but... you just mentioned were just off. Like you can't. There's nothing to cheer about. You don't. You don't have anything. So if I and you know if I were the Bucks this season, I'd be like, it's not happening. It's we got to win at least one of these games. But I would want to crush the Saints. So I'd rather be disqualified than lose again. Cheat. <laughs> Are you going to start Bounty Gate 2.0 over there? What do you? <laughs> I mean, they they did Bounty Gate 2.0. His name was Chris Godwin, and uh, they got away with it again. And yeah. so, you know, 
Sean Payton's off somewhere helping churches diddle kids. So, you know, hopefully that puts an end to the bounty gate. Uh, Ryan's going to put a whole warning on this thing now. Don't pretend like he didn't help those churches diddle kids. Whatever. We're not making money off this. Who cares? It's YouTube. Good, yeah, so, man. Sean Way to Payton. set us up for what, what if we go viral on this? You know, there's a defamation lawsuit on our hands here because you're saying ridiculous things, John. <laughs> let let it be known I have no money. Sue me all you want. Sean Payton <laughs> and his family helps the church diddle kids. You can put that right under my name. Sean Payton is a kid diddler. Alex Jones, me don't care. I was just Sean about Payton. to say to you, Alex Jones, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Here, here, don't don't even catch me, don't even catch me lacking. Here's my cell phone. Come get it. I promise you, Sean Payton and his family, they did it. So just so just so you know, they knew about it, they did it. He's as bad as the Pope. All right, we're getting we're next getting game. game and going straight to Christmas time, of course. <laughs> um, where we play the Cardinals in Arizona, Christmas night game. 820. We go into Arizona. We face Kyler Murray and his new contract with which they got rid of the homework clause. Uh, how do you guys see us matching up against the Cardinals? Independent study clause. Let's be a little more professional about it. Of course. Uh, I mean, the nice thing is that this game falls after the new Call of Duty releases. In fact, I think uh, the new Warzone will drop before this game too. So he's going to be just totally out of sorts. He's going to be FaZe Clan, uh, whatever Kyler Ninja thing he does. So he's not going to be there mentally. He's going to be worried about his KD, not wins and losses. So uh, this guy doesn't scare me at all. I don't know why. They're just That's a team that is like competitive for eight weeks and nine weeks, whatever half is now, and the wheels just fall off. And now they don't even have D-Hop for the first six. So this team could be just spinning by the end of it. I don't know. They don't scare me at all for some reason. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like uh, not just Kyler, but even the coach doesn't realize, you know, hey, this isn't college anymore. There's 17 games, not 10 or 12. So I, I, I kind of see the same thing happening last season, right? They'll be strong out the gate. And then when you get to the end of the year, teams have figured out Kyler Murray. And, um, you know, the unfortunate thing is, uh, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins will be back by Christmas. He suspended the first six games. Uh, so they right. will have their top target back uh, for this game. But yeah, by that time, they're probably in free fall out, out of the AFC, or sorry, the NFC West chase. And yeah, I, I see this as the perfect ending Christmas present for all Bucks fans. A nice win, Christmas night. The kids can go to sleep happy. I'll go to sleep happy. Uh, looking forward to it. And they lost Christian Kirk. Sorry, I just remembered that. They lost Christian Kirk. He's Jaguar now, right? So now, like, yeah. It is money, man. Holy crap. And they lost James Conner, right? So now it's just what's his face in the backfield? They got thin uh, at the skill position this offseason. Yeah, Chase Edmonds. Yeah. The only contract clause that matters that time of year is the Santa clause, okay? But midway through this game, I expect you to be putting on Tim Allen and gathering around a tree and watching my man become Santa. Uh, that's all. That's the only clause I want to hear about. And maybe if I've got time, the Mrs. Clause, and we watch Santa Claus too. Okay, Kyler Murray, I, that, that's a no-go team. If it wasn't for that contract clause, they would have no offseason hype. 
Uh, no, I expect us to fully win this game, just like Bryce said. It's going to be a great end of Christmas Day. Open your presents, kids, and, and enjoy. This is a Bucks win, probably by multiple scores. Uh, great way to end the year. Last Bucks game of the year. Happy Hanukkah to anybody who's who owns a football team in Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah, maybe. I was gonna say what what Kwanzaa uh, Boxing Day, maybe? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Boxing Day. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's the Monday after. <laughs> I'm with you guys on the Cardinals. They, I mean, that team just they have some good players, and it does have. They do usually start strong, and they usually start off as contenders. But by this time, you know that time we're supposed to be facing them we've seen in the past few seasons that they just fall off and cliff kingsbury you know he doesn't really make you know make me worried with his coaching prowess and yeah i i got nothing more to say than you guys just said i'm not scared of the team i think it's an easy w um and just bonus if you want another trilogy other than the santa claus i would recommend snow and snow 2 brain freeze Great movies for your Christmas holiday. Go and watch them. So, jingle all the way. Don't forget. Well, obvious, I mean, that's a staple. I assume everybody's. That, that's a that's a that's a Christmas that's a Christmas morning movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Yeah. My house just runs Hallmark movies yes. on a loop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I'm with you guys. I think that's a, a that's a win. So, love it. Preview games we wanted to do i will have if you you know i will have our graphic up so if you guys are watching on youtube right now you'll see the graphic come up this is our full season preview you guys can go ahead and see what you guys agree with disagree with make sure you initiate in the comments uh any of your season previews we'd love to hear and we'd love to chat with you guys so let us know how you guys think the bucks are going to do we're going to have high hopes for them Again, we're hoping to win the NFC South and go far, push for a Super Bowl, contend like we're so accustomed to doing the past couple of years. So, guys, I've got nothing more for you. If you guys are ready, I think we'll sign this off with a Let's Go Bucks. Yeah, just one legal disclaimer for anybody suing for defamation charges, please contact our attorneys at Morgan & Morgan for the people. Um, that's all I have to say. Just that, that's what my lawyer just told me. For, uh, that's true. For legal <laughs> and purposes. bigger is better. Don't forget. <laughs> Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks.